live. Um, good evening. If you're listening live, and uh, this is John Johnson on Radio Edutalk, and this is episode 15 of Loose Learners. I am joined by Mariana Funes as usual. Good evening, Mariana. Hello, good evening, John. How are you? I'm not too bad, yeah. Uh, you seem to have down south there had more snow than we have up here, so uh, the weather's been on and off here. It's not been terrible, I've not been snowed in, and I've managed to get to school every day, so. Uh, I know I've seen some of the lovely photos that you've been taking uh, of uh, sunrises near your school. Uh, so this, it, it, we were just actually before we came on, like, folks, we were talking about travelling to work, um, but. And I've got about a 40 minute at the best, sometimes a bit longer drive to work every morning. But it's been a pleasure in the last, this time of year, 50% of the time, because you're driving through dawn and uh, the sky's gorgeous some days when it's not covered in rain. Um, we've had some lovely sunrises, uh, the moon, and I think it's Jupiter and Venus have been out as well uh, in a spectacular form. So that's been very nice. Um, and we're going to try a, a new tack on Loose Learners this week, Mariana. Um, we are. You uh, want to explain a little bit, a little bit of what our unplanned plan is? Yeah. Well, the 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 idea is to maybe think about tales from our classrooms, because Mariana and I are both teachers, um, but we teach in quite different classrooms. Um, I would say, and. We thought it might be interesting to compare and contrast what happens in our room. I'm guessing with a bit of a technological slant, because we've got that anyway, but um, we'll maybe touch on other things. Um, and I think to kick off this week, maybe just talk a wee bit about where our classroom is um, and what it looks like, and see if there's any points of contact between them or contrasts or the way we have to do things changes one to the other. Does that sound okay? Sounds like a plan. Okay. Do you want to do you want to kick off or shall I kick off? Yeah. Kick off. Okay. Because right. you were already talking about your driving to work. Yeah, <laughs> so once I get into work, I'm a, I'm a primary teacher in uh, North Lanarkshire in Scotland and I teach in quite a small school. We've got about 42 children the last time I counted, um, in the school. I teach primary five, six and seven in the morning and have some extra primary fours come in and join us in the afternoon. So I think I've got seven primary sevens, um, four primary sixes and five primary fives, if that adds up to to 16. Um, and this is my third year of teaching there before my teaching career before I taught in larger schools in Glasgow uh, and then I had some time out as a, a staff development officer for a while in North Lanarkshire and I'm finding teaching in the, the small school fascinating um, especially the way it contrasts with my practice before um, it's I think a slightly smaller than normal classroom. The school's quite small because there's, there's sort of three classrooms in the school, maybe three and a, a, a half classrooms, a small gym hall. 
I've got a square classroom, one wall of which is taken up with um, windows. It's a reasonably new school, but 50 years ago, but it's had a, it was even smaller and it's had a bit of an extension. Um, uh, and another wall is taken up by a giant roller um, blackboard for the most, which is in these days not the, the most useful of things. I still use a blackboard quite a lot, but... Um, it does seem an awful lot of wall space it takes up uh, and primary school teachers like their wall space um, I've got uh, an Apple TV on another wall the wall facing the window and uh, my children have an iPad each so from that point of view I'm very lucky I think more places are approaching one to one but um I don't know how many have got it. Uh, we've got reasonably, reasonably old iPads. Um, I think Air ones for the most part, and we're slowly replacing them and getting newer ones. Um, and buy a few every year, so we kind of keep up with the technology. Um, the things that I'd never taught with iPads full time before, uh, when I was in the classroom before, we always had computers and ICT suites. Um, which is a wee bit different but the the main difference I think is working with a small class and a class of um, a a fair range of ages and abilities Um, and when I went at first I was expecting it to be not much different to teaching a primary six because if you teach a primary six in a big school you'll have a wide range of abilities um, and characters and all the rest of it but when you've got you know, three, four kids in our year group who've got that spread and you've got children that are maybe working with children that are at the same level educationally or in a learning way but different maturities, it means that the that that just adds interest I think Um, there's an awful lot less marking than I used to do when I had a big class which is quite nice but there's an awful lot more preparation and the other thing that's I suppose unique or lucky about my situation is that some of the children now in my third year I've taught for three years um, and I'm surprised how much I like that uh, if you know what I mean I, I, I thought that might be quite hard I always found it quite difficult when I taught in a, a previous school if you had the same class two years running um, but I've really enjoyed teaching the same children for three years uh, you get to know them in a slightly different way um, I don't know how good it is because from their point of view things that I'm not particularly competent at um Music, for instance, uh, is not my my strong point. Is they're stuck with me for that, and they're also stuck with my personality and you know uh, things I like and the way I work, so they don't get a change. And I think with a primary school, a year's a long time in, in a ten-year-old's life, and three years is, is even longer. But it's something I've I've certainly enjoyed uh, getting to know the children better, being able to be in some ways a lot more casual with some of them. Uh, that, that that's that's very nice, but mostly I'm teaching in contrast to Marianne, face to face. We are 
I know teaching is now swinging back and it comes and goes to a lot of whole class teaching but with a, a multi-composite you can't really do as much of that as maybe folks in other classes are doing um, so there's a lot more working with small groups so that's kind of just the the, the, the basic standard of what I've got to work with Mariana and I, I don't know how yours well, I know a wee bit about how yours compared but we've never actually really talked about it so I'd be interested to know because I know you teach well you don't face to face with your students it's a, it's a lovely image that you present uh, about your classroom and uh, and it is lovely to hear the how rewarding you find the staying over a number of years with the with your students because um, if if you are to look at some of the research particularly around I mean this is about more about healthcare and how you know if you keep if you if you have continuity of care in terms of your doctor etc how um, you tend to stay healthy and feel much better I, I, I wouldn't be surprised you know if they had like you know having continuity in education in that kind of way offers a level of yes you have your quirks and yes they don't get to see other other styles of teach of teachers but I guess one of the things they do see is to have that sort of stability of you know our teacher I don't mm. know I think that could be quite a lovely thing I can see why you would you would find it rewarding uh, anyway so so yes my situation is very different uh, right now um, so I teach at a, on a master's program at an American university whilst um, based uh, here in the UK and I teach fully online um, I teach various courses but there is um, within uh, a master's uh, of uh, mindfulness studies basically where uh, they learn uh, well different approaches and to, to mindfulness uh, they learn uh, they learn about buddhism so there is there are courses on on um, you know buddhist scripture and studying and reading buddhist scripture uh, as well as various other courses that they do on the on the masters and the course that i teach uh, is on a um, relational meditation technique uh, known as insight dialogue which basically is mindful communication let's call it that and i do that um online um having been hired by the university in 2015 now so it's kind of like you it's about three years isn't it three four years mm. um the 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 course used to run fully in a classroom before and it was effectively practice theory everything of you know meditation um and dialogue um in in a classroom and then the university did what many universities in the u.s and here um are doing which is they've decided to put most of their courses fully online and the director at the university didn't have a clue how she might uh transfer this course that she felt really only lent itself to be to be taught in a face-to-face -face way uh, how she could translate this to a uh, online setting and so I, I thought it was a great idea I have done quite a lot of uh, online teaching you know teaching meditation online and writing uh, meditation groups online etc so I kind of had an idea of how to uh, how to do it and what to do, and I was gifted with uh, with Blackboard for the <laughs> mm. for the privilege. 
um, I hadn't used Blackboard before. I don't think I didn't know. I don't think I did actually know what I was letting myself in for. <laughs> so, 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 so my class. Go on. Go so on. I was going to say for 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 listeners who are um, not in higher education, Blackboard I think is fairly infamous among some people in, in its uh, difficulty maybe or awkwardness to use it's not meant to be the easiest system to run I well, guess well let's it's a, it's a, so it's a, um, you know it's a um, management system as they're known in the US we call them VLS don't we uh, virtual yeah. virtual management learning um, anyway um, so it is that and it is um, not really designed uh, very effectively for uh, the kind of education that, um, you know, that this master's offers, uh, because a lot of it is about, it, it's, it's really about communication, it's really about practice, it's really about uh, working in small groups and, and, and learning together and dialogue, really. Mm. Um, and so Blackboard is operates in with a, with a pedagogical approach that is instructional in nature. So we can talk a bit more about that. But effectively, it breaks everything up. It doesn't really bring anything together, and it's um, it, it really makes very very difficult to do very basic things and forces you to work in a in a kind of um, uh, using a pedagogical af- approach that is. Uh, utterly counter to the way that I actually work. So it's been a, it's been it's not been an easy thing, um, but I'm pleased to say that you know my classroom at the moment you know does manage to create uh, just about as much of that kind of sense of being face to face and being in the same room uh, as I consider as I think it's possible when you're working virtually. One of the lovely things is that I have students from all over the world, so I would never be able to have a group of people come together in this kind of way uh, from all over the world uh, if I you know, if, if they had to turn up to Massachusetts to do it or here in the UK, right? Because it's, mm. it's a more difficult, difficult thing. So so my classroom is made up of Blackboard and what Blackboard can do. Uh, I then use uh, something called Appear In as my, uh, as my office, uh, is what I, I call it. And they have access to my office in all sorts of different ways. So I designed all sorts of things. I also use VoiceThread for asynchronous dialogue. Mm. And I bring these things together uh, (laughs) in spite of my IT, in spite of my IT people at university, because often they don't like you to use extra things, etc., in order to create uh, that sense of, um, uh, I guess, coming together in a community so that's that's my classroom and we have uh, office hours we have practice time uh, we have uh, one-to-one time uh, they they I, I use for better or worse I use the uh, blogging facility within Blackboard so that I can introduce them to sort of basic blogging skills and so on so they they can engage with the whole process of reflection via their blogs and talk to each other with that so um, so those that's basically the sort of components of the of the classroom that uh, that that I have for the purposes of uh, teaching them mindful communication but because it is online in a way, you see, it gives us a ready-made vehicle yes. because yes. 
should they choose to you see they can they can use email for mindful communication they can use you know they have examples of all sorts of things as well as the face to face let's get together uh, i can have about 12 of them at any one time in my little classroom um and we do that and 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 some with with more or less success because not every not all groups um take to the 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 the, the actual video and turning up to class as it were uh because of course they are used to uh not ever meeting anybody they they do their own thing on on blackboard and they never talk to anyone i i find it quite unbelievable but that's how they that's how they what they're used to doing but i suppose that should be another conversation <laughs> yeah but I, i suppose because you're teaching um what did you call it? insight dialogue that's that the name the of name the formal of it? So yes. I mean that that hints at that it might be an interesting you 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 create opportunities by exploring different ways of online community commu- communication because you're looking at the way people communicate I guess Exactly. So yeah. you can look at the differences, the strengths. Them. That's why I get them to blog. I get them to voice thread. I get them to turn up. I get them to email. They get, you know, it's like, oh my god. And then I go, well, hell, you're you're learning mindful communication. I'm sorry, but we need to communicate. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and do, that, that's you know, it. Obviously, it gives you an opportunity if folk are reluctant to to join in online to have a, a chat about the whys and wherefores. Of that, I guess it feeds feeds into your actual course. So, I'm just wondering numbers. If, if you're in, if you're teaching an act, do you ever actually present a lecture on appearing? Or is it, I do. It, I can do. I can do. I can do. Uh, uh, I, I don't tend to do formal lectures. My, uh-huh. I, I never, I never used to. Even when I was teaching face to face at the business school for many years, that's my background. I used to mm. teach. At, uh, that, that's that was the last time that I sort of worked face to face and full time uh, working in a business school. And I never, you know, yes, I can do presentations and yes, I can present content. Uh, but in the in the context of working online, one of the benefits, I think, is that you can, um, you know, it, it can be a, a, a shared experience. You know, you can all, you know, it's more like seminar groups, like study groups uh-huh. uh, that, than it would be a, a lecture. So I say, watch this, or I recorded this, where I tell you about, you know, let's say that a lot of what I uh, we teach is, uh, what I teach is around um, Buddhist scripture, because Insight Dialogue is based on Theravadan Buddhism uh, in terms of foundationally, philosophically. So so we do theory, a lot of theory. We, we learn David Bohm, because it's also based on uh, David Bohm's work, and so on. So we have, it's a lot of a uh, quite quite difficult theory for them to grasp and they have to write because it's a master's they have to write papers so I get them to read and then beforehand and then we get together and do the the, the lectures as it were mm. but, but hopefully by then they've already read things and, and they have some sensible and meaningful questions to ask that can get us communicating mm. <laughs> with each other so that's more or less how I tend to um, I tend to do it um, and then that sounds a wee bit like um, quite a lot of my secondary colleagues in Scotland have, have explored what they call flipped learning where mm-hmm. you know the idea is that the homework 
would be the the preparation, the reading, the watching. Exactly. And then they come into class. So so it's almost like a flipped classroom, except you don't actually get into, you know, you don't bring it into a real classroom, but you have your discussion, your discussion online. Um, Yeah, exactly. So are most of the discussions then um, video? Uh, yes, uh, yes, they are. Um, were you thinking uh, other than things like we're like like doing audio or things like that well, instead? They they can use uh, either audio or video for the asynchronous. App, uh, so I, I tend to give them topics and various things. My idea with VoiceThread, because oh, again, for those people who don't know, uh, VoiceThread is uh, um, a tool that allows people to record. Uh, uh, t- well, you can have presentations and people can then comment uh, in their own time. They can record either audio, text or video in response to a question or in response to a, um, a, a slide that presents some kind of content. So people can do that in their own time, which is helpful when you're learning online because not everybody can turn up to the synchronous in- event. Mm-hmm. And so uh, with VoiceThread, uh, I always give them the choice uh, and and they 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 use it. They sometimes they type, sometimes they go, they do audio, and then once they get a bit more comfortable, they tend to you know record comments on 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 video, uh, on video as well. Uh, but um, they also have face to face meetings. So for the masters as a whole, they have residentials uh, in 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 Boston in the in in the US. Um, I don't turn up for those. The no. other people that that run those mm-hmm. <laughs> for the whole of the masters, but mainly because they tend to to be uh, retreat based. Mm-hmm. So they have they have to do a silent retreat. They have to do uh, um, uh, various residentials around uh, topics that are more um, well. So so it's a combination in that sense of some face to face and some online. Yeah, it's interesting the, the voice thread thing because I. I I remember trying out VoiceThread um, when it came out at first. Uh, and it was mm. it's sort of the time that the first flush of um, what we called Web 2.0 was, was sort of rippling through um, Scottish education. Um, probably noticed by few, but it, it was there. And uh, a few of us tried out VoiceThread and I remember trying it out. I never had much success with it in classroom due to... Um, well, network and filters and the likes, uh, but I'd always thought of it as a, you know, it's, it's a primary or secondary school tool. So it's quite interesting that you're using it. It sounds like successfully in uh, in tertiary education at, at master's level. Um, I yeah. know that other people other people use other ones, uh, but. Um Unlike unlike you your classroom, where in a, in a way by offering your students the iPad and working through that, there is a way that in a way your your brief your remit is also to teach them uh, digital literacy. Um, I don't really have that, and the university is 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 only really learning now uh, how to kind of support students when they're working online, and. Um, and so one of the things with VoiceThread is it's very easy for me to be able to say, just do this. You don't mm-hmm. need to learn to use the whole thing. Just do this. And that, uh, I think, is one of the reasons why it can be successful, because it doesn't require them uh, to, to, 
to have to know a lot about technology. And, and I have very, a bit like you, uh, with, with, when you say that you have varied abilities, uh, I have students, I have very young students that have basically start, just finished their undergraduate and they go straight to do a postgraduate. Mm. I then also have uh, students who have, you know, important big full-time jobs and are doing this on the side others that you know there's all sorts of varieties of students and they have very very different levels of ability to cope with the online thing and of course because i'm a techie and i like my my, mm -hmm. my toys they come to my course from other courses that they've done on blackboard that let's say are not designed as well or in the same way let's 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 not be negative <laughs> they're not designed they're not designed in in basically because faculty as, as in many or many universities they were met they were forced to go online when they didn't want to yeah. so there isn't a motivation for them to learn technology and i i absolutely get that I'm different because I know how to do the technology and I enjoy, and to me I enjoy the challenge of how do I make this come alive within this such constraints. But that's because I have the skills, yeah. John. The majority of people, and you know, they, they don't even know how to, to, some of the other faculty, you know, they don't even know how to swap from one window to another, how to scroll up and down a, a website. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, Poor people, you know, I've helped them, I've done my very best to help some of them too, but, but it is a very difficult and challenging thing to create something that can genuinely be a learning experience when you don't have the technological background to, 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 to work mm. with it. So they have, uh, th their experience is very limited about what can happen. So they come to me and I'm asking them to communicate in all these ways and to be aware and mindful about how they, it, it's, it's a big you know, it's it's a big ask uh, yeah. because of the variety of um, so numbers for me varies, but it can be uh, anything between sort of you know eight nine sometimes if it's a small group uh, to thirty 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 five students. But I I don't tend I don't accept more than that really. I just thought I, I like. Sorry, I was just thinking. No, I would have thought that to try and if you're having a, a dialogue with 30 people online, that would be that would be tricky. Um, it's a full time job because you yeah. have to do it in groups and so on. So I, I refuse to do. Uh, so this this semester is lovely. I, I'm running only one course because um, I also do a course on uh, mindful leadership because of my business school background. So I, they've asked, you know, I, I run uh, something called Mindful Leadership and Social Change. Um, and But this, 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 this semester I'm only doing my mindful communication and I've got, um, and I've got 14 students. So mm. it is just joyous. I can dedicate any amount of time I want. Uh, I can, we can, I can almo almost have them all together in one in one session in a period because the limit is about twelve, I think, that I can I can have. Um, so it's uh, it's lovely because then you know you can create all of these different opportunities for for students to learn, and you can give them time, which mm -hmm. is the thing. Uh, often they are not given when they're when they're when they're learning online. Um, it's not really that different from face to face. If you want it to work, you have to have small groups and have time for them. Mm. It's not that. It's not that complicated. <laughs> well, I, I, I was I was reading a, um, 
a blog post earlier today. I see if it's still, it might still be sitting in a tab here somewhere, uh, talking about this. Which I, I think it uh, here's here. Uh, it's called "My Teachers Don't Help Me." Um, that's a guy Ben Newmark. I don't know who who he is. I think he's a a teacher in. It's the head of humanities, XBSO, and teacher history, left wing, politically conservative, pedagogically. Um, but it, it's the idea that pupils, uh, he's saying that pupils in school say their teachers don't help them when what they mean is they are not sitting down with me in a one to one and giving me the help that I think I need. And he's making the point that in a, a classroom of any size, it's better if you can give whole class instruction. He's talking about giving whole whole class instruction because uh, that means that, that if you're teaching for 10 minutes, 30 people are learning from that if they're all paying attention as opposed to teaching one-to-one for 10 minutes where only one person is getting it. Um, and I think that is obviously, you know, just if you crunch the numbers, it's obviously true but it would depend on your learners all being able to um, sit and listen in the same sort of way um, and be able to have the, the skills to to listen and understand and remember their tasks and all the rest of it uh, before they go on to do a wee piece of work. And I think for most of us now in the classroom, with the variety of pupils they've got, that's not... Uh, necessarily as true as it as it could be, um, but also they are they are you in certainly you know some of my my students that are coming straight from you know doing an undergraduate and that sort of thing, um, they they do have very low expectations, and by that what I mean they have very low expectations around. Uh, what they what they can ask in terms for in terms of support uh, for their own learning, um, they are absolutely you know almost all of them really often uh, quite amazed that they can have you know direct access to me pretty much any time they want to so long as I'm awake because of the time difference you know. <laughs> Um, uh, but they, they, you know, there is a way in, in which I, I think, you know, one of the things that is the, the online, uh, the online teaching uh, has meant that uh, it has become more and more depersonalized, and um, they have because you have, as you say, the, the kind of variety of backgrounds and abilities and so on, if you are not able to communicate with each person directly and understand the context, understand where they're coming from, well, it becomes simply content learning. And to be honest, at this, at this stage in my life, uh, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose uh, traditionally a master's would have been something that you interacted more with your tutors with than you would have at undergraduate level uh, mm. and I think possibly that in universities that's dropping away um, just because of I guess money um, and the, you yes. know, the, 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 the so 
by actually taking a, you know, you're taking yourself away from that possibility of one to one sitting down in the same cubbyhole or room, but you've actually got the opportunity perhaps to do more of it uh, because you can you can do this online thing. Uh, I don't know if it, mm-hmm. how you know you're saying you're you're accessible um, mm. at different times. Do you not need yeah, to be so a wee bit careful with that? It's t- it's sometimes so I offer different different um, different slots so they can. Mm. It would be as if I were doing a lecture, it would be like you repeat the lecture over and over again. Uh, because one week the module is on this on this mm. topic, right? Uh, it can be tiring, but because I work in, 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 in a dialogical way, it's never the same. Therefore, I, fi- I don't find it that difficult to say to, to them, you know, let's do, you know, let's do a, a, a session. I tend to find out, you know, what's, what's useful for them. Some, sometimes you have groups that are working through the week, so then weekends is easier. Sometimes you have, you know, so different times and so on. So I, we, we sort things out in that kind of emergent way, which, of course, for them, because they're not being told they have to turn up at this time, that what they are is being asked of when is it suitable and can we find a way that works for for all of us so that we can have some synchronous time, some asynchronous time, and some written time. Yeah. So okay. it's, a, it's a nice thing. It, it's it's it can be tired, particularly if you've got larger numbers of students. Hmm. Uh, so I I manage it. I manage it in such a way that you know I can uh, I can. I can offer what I can uh, while still looking after my kind of my kind of times. But you know, I've had students, for example, who may be uh, you know in Singapore or in Australia. So timings, you know, time zones are an issue. Yeah, you need to get up uh, early or go to bed late or something like that to, to so, do that. So you have to try and find times, you know, that 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 would suit. But they ca- they often can join the others and. And, and so on. In fact, when I first started to design the course, um, IT basically told me, you cannot have synchronous time. I said, mm-hmm. you watch me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you cannot, you cannot design time like that. It's just not possible. I went, you watch me. Very different from your, from your, from your uh, image of you just presented this lovely image of you know this beautiful place in Scotland where it's a calm and at ease. Mm, well, it's not always, but what what actually <laughs> began to strike me is that it might actually be easier to chat to somebody one to one in your situation than it is in mine. <laughs> you know, because if I'm talking. Mm. To this, this, the rest of the class are there, uh, and you know will interrupt or you know need help themselves, and you know young children are less maybe understanding, but yeah, you, you can't really. Well, maybe you can. I hadn't thought of it, but you can't really block out some time and say, right, Jimmy, we'll probably look at you know this thing you're having trouble with here, um, on a one-to-one basis. You've just got to kind of fit that in as you go around, and the rest of the class are always there. Uh, 
yes, to yes. buy it. That is very different. Yes, yeah. of course. That's like how it used to be when I, when I would run, you know, when I would mm. run, uh, you know, uh, uh, courses face to face. I mean, mm. you've got everybody there, and it's. Uh, but also, you don't have any teaching assistants or anything, so you couldn't say, "I'm going to leave the class." with the teaching assistant whilst I go and spend some time with Jamie and explain blah 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 so so yes so it is a very different thing much easier for me in that way it is much easier because I can say look in fact I, I just arranged to, to speak with one student tomorrow and I, I specifically said I would rather talk to her to, to her on, 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 on their own um, because you know there are things I want to talk about and so on. I think it's best if like we can have some one-to-one time, and I can arrange that very easily. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 very often if you're doing that in a school, you say, you know, can you hang back for five minutes at playtime to talk to somebody, and they're not dead happy usually for that to happen. And also, you know, I'm missing my coffee, <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought just thinking about. Um, you know, doing something online, I wouldn't have thought that that would be one of the advantages that you would be able to get more personal time with somebody than you could if you're actually in the room with them. So that that's that's of yeah makes you think. Um, it also makes me think. I wonder if there is a way that I could do something to to get that time uh, with pupils. I mean, quite often you can just sit down and say something and work their way through a wee problem. Mm. But I think, you know. That there is sometimes a need to get away from the the, the, the classroom with a, with a child for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I suppose you could. I suppose you could uh, by giving them. Uh, you know, you could divide them in small groups, and you could then have the groups doing. Yeah. Oh, you, I mean, did that that sort of, that sort of thing all the time. That would allow you to then go and sit with 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 mm. somebody a little more if you knew that they were, you know, they were maybe struggling with something. That yeah, I mean, you, you, oh, I, but it's not the same. It's not the same, of course. It's just being no. able to say, look, you know, let's spend some time away from the class mm. and, and so that we can talk about. And often, actually, one of the things that happens certainly, I've this has been happening to me more as I've got older. Because I give my students so much more time, and and, and I'm a bit like you saying about being in a privileged position in a way that we have small groups of people that we, you know, we can do certain things that people who are in larger spaces maybe cannot. But one of the things that happens is when you do give them the space, you learn about you know the the incredible challenges that certainly my lot you know that they are having to cope with and deal with in order to make the time to be able to learn together and that helps me a lot because if i can understand their context then mm-hmm. i'm much more able you know how is it at home how you know are they fitting this in 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 other things are they have they got enough money to be able to do it because often they have to pay for it and they're struggling to find money and you know there's all sorts of things that you would never get to find out if you just, you know, get them to turn up and they listen to your lecture kind of thing. Yeah. Whether it's a good or bad thing, I don't know, but I appreciate it. I Because I get to know them as people much more. Yeah. Kind of like what you're saying about uh, your, uh, your three years. Yeah, I, I think that... You, have, you get to know them, you get to know their context, you get to know what their challenges are. And there is something that I really appreciate about that. Yeah, and then I think that that's a 
I think that's a good parallel between our, our, our classrooms is that you know we can appreciate that um, I'm thinking that's a reasonable introduction Mariana um, okay and what we're sort of thinking going forward is just to come in to edge talk and have a chat and maybe bring one or two specific things from our classroom that we can talk about each time we meet would that seem reasonable that seems reasonable okay. and then we can think and then we can think about you know like well like we were just doing kind of similarities differences i guess in a way i guess it's a way in which by the fact that we are working in different age groups, different contexts, that we can kind of learn from each other as well. Because, you know, that the, the difference in context can make you go, oh, look, you know, I never thought of doing that, or I could do this, or that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm a, so I'm a, together as well. Yeah, I've often thought that that's, it's very useful to, to get some sort of cross-sector um sharing of practice and stuff like that because there are things that you think oh I'd never thought of that because but I can see how it would work you know so mm, mm, mm. that 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 would seem like a plan um, if if you've listened to this out there um, would, I'd really like to know what you think if you think this is a good idea uh, I, I think it's got the potential to be interesting and uh, also I guess more important for us, enjoyable, Mariana. Um, so we'll say, I think we'll call that a, um, a wrap and say good night, folks. Yep. Good night. Yep. <laughs> Cheers.